was the vision of what we pitched been a reality? To be a young producer, you just kind of have to put your head down and grind. It is a grind early on for mm -hmm. sure. Trial by fire and yeah. failure is the best way. It's sad because insurance by a lot of people is looked at as a scam in some scenarios. The reason though is because a lot of bad agents. Yes. And I think absolutely. a lot of people have scar tissue from yeah, a lot it's a bad of bad taste agents. In their mouth. To be a part of it from like the ground up yeah. is so cool. The opportunities are endless and there's not really a ceiling. Yeah, dude, let's go. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Risky Assets podcast. This is my favorite six foot four employee, <laughs> Jesse Hankel. Uh, Jess, thanks for being on the podcast Thank today. Thanks for man. having me. This is a unique episode for us because mm -hmm. you're employed by Greyhawk, yep. which is a fun thing to say. And, mm -hmm. uh, I just wanted to introduce everybody uh, to you and kind of give some background on like who you are and how you came to be at Greyhawk and all yeah. that stuff. So like general background on you, like tell us some history. Yeah. So grew up in the West Side, uh, Santa Monica, moved out to the Valley for high school uh, and then went to Azusa Pacific for college. High school. Yeah. Village Christian. Uh -huh. We went to the same high school. We did. Yeah. We didn't go to school together. No, we did not. Um, but I went to school with your younger brother, Wesley, yeah, who's so. to this day one of my best friends. Uh, and he works for Greyhawk as well. Yeah. So that yeah. makes it a very fun atmosphere. It's a good uh, time. Office, yeah, so. it's a good time. So college, you did play football. Mm -hmm. Played football and, well, more was than, on the baseball more, team. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> ended up tearing my UCL, how to get Tommy John. So just stuck it out with football. You had a funny road, though. So you went from Fresno. Yeah, shape. I went on like a carousel of colleges yeah. just because I was chasing football, trying to make it wherever I could play. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went to Fresno State right out of, uh, right out of high school. Was there Who were you back up to? I was like fifth string. So <laughs> as a freshman walk-on, it's a little tough. Um, and it was the Derek Carr, right, at the time? Uh, Derek Carr had just, graduated. just graduated. He had just won the Got Mountain it. West. Uh, so we were riding the coattails of that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just a tough... Tough atmosphere, tough coaches to be around. Uh, didn't see myself enjoying it for the next four years. So sure. started bouncing around, went to community colleges, and then found my way to APU where I was on football and baseball scholarship. Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's great. And then you met your wife there, right? I did. At the end of our first year, we both transferred in the same year, and then we met at the end of our first year there. That's really cool. Yeah. So you get through college. What was it, by the way, I... I actually don't know. What was your degree in? Uh, it was business administration. So just so you know what Greyhawk, we don't care. Like, <laughs> I remember I was like, wait, what did he get his degree in? I well, had shoot, we have people no, that don't even have yeah, a degree. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's just okay. not important to yeah. me. I could care less. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so you got your degree. Mm -hmm. And then from there, that's kind of where we connected loosely sure. on the thought of, like, what do we do next? Because mm -hmm. you were working where I was between well so i was finishing up school online and then working at a country club that's what it was um yeah. and then you had mentioned it a few times we'd gone golfing and you're like hey man insurance is a great industry it and is. i was like i knew nothing about it i wasn't even <laughs> handling my own insurance at the time and yeah. so it was kind of out of sight out of mind and then yeah when i, I was a, in my last semester for school getting my degree and i've in the process, I think I was engaged to Danielle. I'm like, I need to figure out what I'm going to yeah. do. Like, I'm about to marry this woman and have to provide for her. And Isn't it funny? Once you get into that state, you're like, oh, I got to do something. Yeah. I felt the same way yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. You know, it's like I was 20 years old, married. I'm like, mm. I got to do something better than what I'm doing. Totally. Yeah, it's a and good thing. So that was the boat I was in. And I was actually pursuing getting my real estate license. Right. I was taking the courses, was about to take the test. And then I think Wesley hit me up and he's like, hey, man, uh, Charlie's going to give you a call. I'm like. <laughs> Okay, about what? He's like about Greyhawk, about insurance, because I had yeah. I had known Wesley had told me that you had started your mm -hmm. own agency, and so I was like, okay, 
And so you gave me a call. You're like, hey, come check out the office. We want to just chat with you. And we had, I think, two or three conversations. Yep. I got to meet Daniel, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you just kind of, you guys kind of laid out the idea of what a producer would look mm-hmm. like. Um, and yeah, long story short. Yeah, selling the dream, man. Yeah, I was exactly. selling the dream big time. Yeah. Um, so from that point, though, so we talked about like, all right, so that's your history. You don't really have anything to compare insurance to because no, I no. mean it was country club, country as club, a job, and then and, and that's it, yeah. right? Um, so I guess was the vision of what we pitched back then has that kind of come to fruition? Has that been a reality, or has yeah. it been different than what you thought it I would be? I think comparing it to at the time when I was pursuing, which was real estate, and then comparing it to insurance, the uh, the idea of having clients that renew. As opposed to constantly going out getting new, because one you're not gonna you're not gonna have a client that's buying ten houses every single like once one a year yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. And so the idea of having renewal business and then building upon that uh, just was really ideal. And obviously, we've I've seen that mm-hmm. in a year and a half um, play out, and so it's been it's been really nice. It is I mean. It's the best part about the business. Yeah. Also, I did your commission statement yesterday. Big boy yeah. statement, Daniel dude. Came yeah, up to me. dude, he's like, let's go. He's like, he came up, he's, my shoulders. he's like, check your commission. I'm like, if you're here, I feel like it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's the business, man. It just keeps building on itself, and yeah. it's such mm-hmm. it's such a gold mine. You just have to understand it totally. and see the bigger picture, too, because sometimes the real estate commission of like, oh, I can make 30 grand totally. at one time, like clouds the judgment, mm-hmm. and then you give up all your Saturdays and Sundays. Yep. So... Anyway, um, has anything surprised you about the industry as far as like, hey, I didn't expect this or this is like, hey, this is really cool. This is even better than I thought it would be. I think early on, the first six months were really tough because you're selling something that you're not too sure (laughs) what it is. And so I just passed my license exam and just kind of thrown into the wolves. And that's that's just part of the nature. Like there's no other way to do it. And so, yeah, I would say the first six months were really tough just because I, I was brand new to sales, brand new to insurance. Mm-hmm. I'm pitching something I'm not confident in the understanding of it. Sure. And so like, clients would ask me questions that I'm meeting with. And I'll be like, um, I'll get back to you. Like, I'll let you know. <laughs> and, or like wing it. And I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, like this covers this. This covers this. Uh, like more broad statements. Mm-hmm. And then like go do my homework like when I'm done with the conversation. And then bring it up later in in topic or whatever. Trial by fire and yep. failure is the best way. Totally, there's just no. And there's other. a lot of failure. There's in a the lot industry, of failure. Yeah. I mean, look, I always talk about baseball, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and you you understand baseball. Mm-hmm. If you strike out seven times, mm-hmm. but you hit three good ones mm-hmm. in play and you get on base, you're, you're considered a, great. You're considered great. <laughs> they don't care. Like, it's just yeah. it's about how, you know those small successes mm-hmm. that really define you. So. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. Was there a time where was the self-doubt during that time? I remember my first year, the self-doubt was overwhelming. I don't know if that was an insecurity on my mm. part or if that was just the nature of the beast. Did you have that like, am I cut out for this? Yeah. Is this going to work? Totally. Um, within that, those six months, I'm like, dang, like this is tough. Like Charlie. I, and then also seeing like the re- referrals that you're getting, the phone calls you're getting. I'm like, well, dang, he's doing really well. Daniel's doing really well. <laughs> And I have nothing like I'm just cold calling constantly and not having any luck within mm-hmm. like the first six or like just it takes bits a while. And pieces. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was definitely self-doubt. I think having uh, one, having you and Daniel was in- instrumental. Um, you guys gave so much grace, so much 
um, direction to where I was going. And um, just like the teaching aspect, you got you guys both bring such unique perspectives of insurance. Yeah. Daniel is very personable and building relationships. And obviously you are too, yeah. but you're also product motivated. Like you're put your, uh, put uh, your foot to the metal and get it done kind of thing. Um, I can be a lot more cutthroat, which exactly. That's and I think I that's being, for yeah. my personality, that's super helpful mm-hmm. um, in just motivation. Right. And so, yeah, I think the first six months, definitely self-doubt. Um, but then, yeah, it was around the six month mark where things started to pick up and I just had a better understanding mm-hmm. of what I was selling. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's been really great since that yeah and it's good you could see it too like even now for being from afar right because i've never like managed an organization Mm -hmm. previous to this like i was trial by fire on my end too um it was cool to see it at a certain point too because the questions almost stopped yeah right and i was like where do you go (laughs) and i think we had a conversation in my office i'm like do you you need me are you good yeah like well do you need me to be like in your grill every week because i was like what do you need from yeah, me? Yeah, before you, you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Which what which I needed. Right. But then there's a certain point where it's just like, hey, like No, I just felt like I was inconveniencing you at a certain point, you know? <laughs> it was just like slowing you down. Um so it was cool to see it on my end. Mm-hmm. And then what did you feel like after that change? Was it okay, I can at least cut this out, like I can do this, I'm cut out for it, mm-hmm. or was it like I can see this long term? Yeah. Like what's the thought moving question. after that little mm-hmm. valley, so to speak? Yeah. So I mean, you had mentioned it. You're like, you're gonna know pretty quickly if you're cut out for this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say, like, it takes about a year, at least for me personally. It took about a year to be like, no, like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And, like, picturing future and building my book of business and the possibilities within Greyhawk that you and Daniel mm-hmm. and now Justin ha- have laid out for us um, is just something that I really look forward to. And building with Greyhawk yeah. um, is just the opportunities are endless. And the ceiling, there's not really a ceiling, which is really in my benefit. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's a benefit, right? I was a producer for mm-hmm. nine years and I'm pitching this dream to guys like you now yeah. all over, right? I'm just, yeah. and you see it, like we're interviewing totally. all the time. We're just pitching mm-hmm. the dream. Um, I'm giving this like, Hey, you can own with Greyhawk. Totally. I almost feel like sometimes I'm like, man, is this to our detriment that we're doing this? <laughs> but then I'm like, it's exciting. Yeah. It, it provides that mm-hmm. opportunity that I never had that mm-hmm. I wish I did previously. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I used nine years of my life and not that I didn't get anywhere, sure. but it didn't have that ownership aspect. Yeah. That's really important. There was a ceiling. There yeah. Was there a was cap. a ceiling. Yeah. And, um, so it's fun at the same time. Cause I can almost imagine 10 owners and just like offices everywhere. Sure. And you that, know, millions I mean, upon for millions. me personally, yeah. that's a, that's a goal I have is eventually building my book of business big enough to where I have producers mm-hmm. and account managers mm-hmm. on, in an office of my own. That's the thing. goal. Right. Yeah. And I pitched that, I pitched that to Roger who we yeah. just hired. I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, do your thing. Pasadena office. We'll, yeah. we'll make it big. You got to mm-hmm. get to this number. Sure. Right. Which is the same message and yeah. it's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such an exciting thing overall. Yeah. From there, we talk about like, okay, you come out of it, you're doing really well now, mm-hmm. you have a lot of momentum. Yeah. Um, what's the most exciting part of the job for you right now? I mean, within the job itself is just constantly meeting with people um, and the opportunities that we're coming up on. And that's what that's referrals that are coming into the office, but then also referrals that I'm starting mm-hmm. to get from client past clients that I've had, yeah. uh, which is really rewarding. Those feel and good. It's incredible. Yeah. And so, cause I'm so used to cold calling door knocking. Mm-hmm. Those are obviously cold leads. And then to have a warm lead of somebody that can testify to my work and that actually wants to listen to your voice. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah. different. Yeah. So, um, that's really exciting. 
And then, yeah, just what we just touched touched on is the ability to grow within this company. Um, I think Danielle and I are just really excited to be a part of it. And f- to be a part of it from, like, the ground up yeah. is so cool. And just seeing what you, Daniel, and now Justin are doing and how fast we're growing, it's really fun to be a part of. Yeah, we were doing some numbers, and, like, we might be at 30 people by the end of the year. You're kidding. No, I mean, wow. like, we have all the work for it. Yeah. So it's, like, it's exciting. Totally. It's fun to be mm-hmm. a part of it. Even as an owner, I'm like, dude, this is cool. You know, like it's fun to it's fun to ride the wave. Yeah. Um, so flip side, challenges change. Like mm-hmm. I remember my first couple of years compared to my middle years, I would say like three to six mm-hmm. and then six to nine, so to speak. Like those years all had very different challenges. Sure. What do you feel like your challenges are now uh, in the industry as a producer? Yeah, I think maybe six months ago it was just being OK with rejection because it's just part of being a producer and failure and all that jazz but then it makes the success and the wins so much sweeter Mm -hmm. um i think now challenges would be just like dealing with claims honestly like no one wants to go through claims whether it's a accident or something happened to their business um they're upset and at a loss right now and so just trying to make them whole uh that's a new atmosphere for me to be in Mm because obviously i've just been selling but now it's like hey we're putting human nature comes through there because something bad's happened money's on the line like we always i always saw it and i figured out pretty quick that adjusters are not the most friendly people to talk to and they put the fear of god in you because they're like well i don't know if this covered and you're like whoa now their job is to go back and look at the contract and make sure it's there so Mm -hmm. but they're reassurance of if it's going to be covered not good and then they call you going what the heck man and you're like whoa whoa totally take a second you know but that is a learned skill that's that's not really the insurance part that you're used to selling. That's no. like the service end yep. of the backside, mm-hmm. so to speak. Which is all a part of it. It's and a com- massive part of it. It's a massive part yeah. of it. Well, we talk about selling to the claim, right? Mm-hmm. We don't. I mean, we won't sell policies, guys, that just aren't good. Yeah. We're like, no, no, no. This is eventually going to bite you in the butt. Yep. We won't even sell it. We'll let mm-hmm. some other clown deal with it sure. and expose themselves to mm-hmm. E and O claims. The stress too. I've never gone through it. Mm-hmm. But I can only imagine the stress of like, this isn't covered. Totally. I've never had it. Yeah. Right. So 10 years, I've never had it, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and I just, it's not my thing. So I preach that to you guys yeah. all the time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, we sell good coverages. Totally. And if they don't like it, we're just not the right client. Totally. It's just not, it mm-hmm. doesn't work for us. And over the long run, you'll see benefit, right? You'll see it now. Like if a claim gets covered and you're like, yes, hey, I look good, you yeah. know, because people hate paying for insurance, mm-hmm. but when they need it, it's they their best friend. It. It's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Um, you talked about you and Danielle being excited for it. Like. What's the long-term plan for the both of you yeah. with this? Yeah, so Danielle is a high school counselor and does the ASB, like she's an ASB director, so sure. student body president and busy. all that. Very busy, uh, but she loves it. And she was made to help kids and like move them on Love to that. college yeah. and everything. Um, and as far as our future goes, yeah, she's super excited. She does get a little, I, I would say, frustrated with how much golf I play. <laughs> And it comes with the industry. Like yeah. there's there's a lot of freedom to play golf yeah. and go out on the golf course and meet with clients, uh, which is really fun. Uh, That's work, by the way. It you is. Know, you know, it's, it it, is. it's part of the job. So when we just went on a camping trip, uh, I told you. Yeah. And we were going to leave around like 2 o'clock. And the day before, her boss, who's the head of schools uh, for her high school, uh, hits me up and is like, hey, do you want to go play Lakeside? And I'm like, you don't say no to Lakeside, by the way. Say, well, one, you don't say no to Tom Conjoin. He's the head of schools. And then two, yeah, you don't say no to Lakeside. Say no to Lakeside. And so she, we, we talked about it for a sec. And I'm like, this is a big opportunity. Yeah. And I'm going to go. 
And so, and she was she she really encouraged me. She texted me. She's like, "No, say yes." And I'm like, "Thank you yep. for giving me the okay." So Nicole, my wife Nicole, had a hard time early on figuring out like, why are you screwing around so much? Sure, and, I'm and like, that's what they view it as. They view, yeah, which again. It is a little bit, a little bit, of course, but like it's also a relationship building thing. Yep. It's really an important part of what we do. Mm-hmm. Also, post COVID, now the amount of golf tournaments that like are held yeah. for tournaments and charity yep. and all that have gone down. Really, before it was like every other week an insurance company or some sure. like it was just golf, golf, sure. golf. So it's slowed down since then. Okay. It's still slowly picking up. Yeah, but dude, we'd be at golf tournaments, you know, Constantly. rubbing elbows with important people, mm-hmm. and like it was an important part of our job. Yep. And it's like, would you rather come into my office? Or would you rather go to golf to meet me? Yep. Like it's golf. Yep. So yeah, I I can kind of relate to that. Yeah. It eventually goes away, and they just it's part of life. Yeah. But you know, now I'm a country club member, so it's like I'm golfing a lot. A lot. But um, <laughs> again, I'm always with somebody. Yeah. I'm trying to sure. rub elbows. And with there's people. so many people to meet so at many. a country club mm-hmm. on, the, on the golf course. So yeah, yeah totally agree. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we we cleared those challenges. You feel like you're doing well. Um, mm-hmm. What do you see next as like your big like milestone for you that you're working towards? Yeah. Um, I would say getting to 150 thousand and um, premium for the company would definitely be a goal of mine. Obviously we have our quotas that we talk about for end of the year. Um, but that's probably one of the the bigger ones for me. And so I think I can get to that relatively quickly. And then on from there, it's to the next milestone. I think as far as building my book of business, I just want to make sure that I'm somebody that people can one trust and then also just come to, I mean, I'd look at the resource you offer your clients and you can answer so many questions and you have such a vast knowledge of insurance, whether it's life, whether it's commercial, whether it's personal. And so being an asset for somebody like that uh, is just instrumental for Mm -hmm. their company Mm -hmm. to have a resource like that. And so I want to be able to be a person like that, be an agent for somebody like that um, to where they can ask a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet, but obviously throughout the next couple of years that's a that's a goal of mine to yeah to so get even to. myself this is a fa- like by year five mm-hmm. i mean it took five years to work and i was fairly obsessive i think like a lot of people see that i have a fairly obsessive sure. personality so like i would just read and read and read mm. by year five i was like okay like <laughs> i think i got a, a hold of a lot yeah, of stuff yeah so you guys especially now that you have a lot of people that are doing it as well yeah it's easy to be able to build that confidence i would say quicker Mm -hmm. um i would think by year three you're just going to be like it's all there you should be able to just blaze a trail you're going to be able to stand in front of anybody with no prep and just do it Mm -hmm. at this point i don't prep yeah i just like i just have it right but that was from Mm -hmm. years and years of doing all that stuff we talked a little bit (laughs) about like lifestyle Mm -hmm. um i pitch lifestyle like crazy what was that like originally and then like what's the part that you enjoy (laughs) outside of golf right because well you did go to John Kang's, you know, uh, golf event. Yeah. That's I know that was golf related, but that mm-hmm. was just to support that a buddy. That was just to support him. Yeah. And the freedom I mean, to do that. Like, we have a lot of freedom. So, yeah, talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So I think starting out as a producer um, in, in in my personal experience was, one, I was learning. So I was in the office all day long. Uh, and then asking you questions, asking mm-hmm. Daniel questions. Um, and I would say that that was the case for probably the first six months, going back to that point again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that, once you start bringing in clients and bringing in business, like that gave you and Daniel the confidence to give me more leeway of like, hey, like he's he's producing mm-hmm. and we're going to, one, loosen the leash a little bit, which 
I appreciated. Mm -hmm. And it, I think it also just allowed me to to grow and feel confident in my ability yeah. to produce. And so, and then since then, it's been even more. And you, Daniel continues to preach. He's like, your schedule is your own. Like, mm -hmm. as long as you're producing what in whatever capacity that is, like your schedule is your own. And so I'm able, like we've talked about, if I know I'm going on a trip, like a three-day weekend, or even like leaving late Thursday, yeah. as long as I'm getting my work done, staying a little bit extra on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and getting my work done, it's totally fine. And so the freedom to do that, Danielle definitely appreciates it because um, she's an 11-month employee and gets a whole month <laughs> yeah. off. Um, so the freedom to do that yeah, is really important. great. You'll see, too, with kids, once you amplify that with like more people that pull for your time, yeah, like how I'm much sure. of a benefit that is yeah. to just be like, I'm going. Yeah. Right. And you yeah. guys see emails from me late at night. Totally. I put you, kids to bed yeah. and then I just keep going. Late. Like yeah. it's just how I've set my life mm -hmm. up to be like, all right, I work whenever I want. Totally. And then I, I golf Fridays. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I screw around a little bit mm -hmm. that day. So it's a benefit to totally. to you. Which I, I think, think for Danielle, a big pet peeve she has is she doesn't like people being on their phones quite often. And I work from my phone. You have and to. so we've had many conversations about that to where I'm like, I might have to answer either a phone call or an email late at night. And it might be during like our time together, like whether we're watching a movie or whatever, like we're out somewhere, like I might just have to answer it. And so for her, it's just, it's a learning experience. And the fact that if I answer that call or I answer that email, it might give me business and benefit our family. Mm -hmm. Like it's, These it's an understanding that she's, yep. she's starting to get a, get on board with it but so it's just fun. tough it's it is it's tough. very different so yeah. nicole had the same struggle again we all so all of our parents came from some sort of government job where okay. it's like it's shut off yeah. at 3 30 4 sure, o'clock and sure. you can just go home exactly yeah. right and so even her parents same way it's like mm -hmm. it ended the job ended yeah. and it doesn't end for us yeah. i would be emailing at night at mm -hmm. 11 12 mm -hmm. and she's like what are you doing yeah and i'm like i'm impressing people right now by emailing at 11 11 30 yeah. you know but like for the first seven years i would say of my my career mm -hmm. the email didn't sit unread and answered for longer than 45 minutes sure. i was just always on it yeah. unless i was like no reception sure. or sleep or sure. whatever mm -hmm. i was always now i take a little bit longer just because of the sheer amount of volume i have yeah. but like i'm always getting to my emails as fast totally. as possible mm -hmm. and you see the i'm sure you've seen the benefit of it people Absolutely. think the service is amazing yeah, I, when it's I like wanted that a client because mm -hmm. of how quickly i responded mm -hmm. so it's a part of the game 90 yep. percent of any service industry is how fast you can respond yep so yeah that, that's really fascinating it's it's again you've grown a lot in a lot of that stuff too mm. talk about i mean sports what this is always the part that i think as an athlete, you know, a failed one, so to speak, you know, mm -hmm. I was always getting hurt. So I just, I gave it up. But mm -hmm. did, does any of that stuff apply? So like, I know I struggled with my schedule being given to me as an athlete. It's like, mm -hmm. you're just here in the morning, you lift at yeah. six in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then like, here's your schedule, do as you please as an adult. Yeah. How was that transition for you? Yeah, it's, I mean, my whole life I played sports. And so speaking to the schedule, I've always had a strict schedule meet at the field get your weights in in the morning mm -hmm. kind of thing um and so the transition i mean i enjoy it i enjoy being <laughs> a retired athlete it's pretty nice i've obviously put on a little bit of weight don't since we then, all, but shoot, don't we I'm, all i'm okay with that because i lived my whole life as an athlete mm -hmm. and so the schedule aspect is just really nice it's to to have it like i mean we we obviously just talked about it but just to have it be what i make it um is really great and then i can change things if things are not working in 
my work because of the schedule, I can change it. Mm -hmm. And so the freedom to do that is incredible. Yeah, it is incredible. It's a great part of the business. Mm -hmm. Um, Anything caught you off guard about the industry in general? So like not Greyhawk, but like Mm. has there been something in the industry where you're like, wow, that surprised me. I have my own examples when I first started. Mm. But like, so for instance, I was amazed and I, this is rude, it's harsh, Mm -hmm. but my pet line was, how does that person make more money than me? If they can do that, Mm -hmm. I can do that. I was surprised by the lack Mm -hmm. of talent. And then I was also surprised that like insurance companies are brutal. Yeah. They can be absolutely brutal, Mm -hmm. which is why I always load up coverage because I'm like, you can't be brutal if all the coverages are on there. So for you, like what surprised you about the industry that you've been learning? I think with all the different clients you can possibly have like there so many obviously people are just unique in their Mm -hmm. own nature but then just trying to balance or cater to different um clientele like some people are just a little finicky and they're just always questions and like that's good i want like i respect that they're doing Mm -hmm. their homework Mm -hmm. um but there is a point to where it's a little too much and they're just that's their personality kind of thing totally yeah the reason though is because a lot of bad agents. Yes. And I think absolutely. a lot of people have scar tissue from yeah, a lot a of bad agents. It's a bad yep. taste. So mm-hmm. I try and come with it as a lens of like, hey, did you have someone, like I'll say it, did you have someone that kind of messed up your insurance? Yeah, sure enough. Almost always it's a yes. Yep. And it's like, it's coming out to mm-hmm. us and then it's our job to kind of unwind it, yeah. right? So yeah, I get that part. Yeah. Um, really positive sides. I know that's more of like a negative, mm-hmm. positive side about the industry. Yeah, I mean, obviously providing insurance when there's a big claim um that happens and being a resource or being that person that comes along and like makes that person whole um is just a really rewarding mm-hmm. aspect of the job um an experience that i've had with a couple clients now um and just their gratitude to of course to us and then to the yeah. carrier like i said people hate insurance until they need it and then it's their best friend and so seeing dynamic. seeing it actually pay off is is really rewarding um, and a great experience. I think with a an HVAC company uh, that I had, I I was a part of a networking group and they were in it, and I was just dripping like I was. <laughs> what is it called? Is it dripping? Yes, dripping. <laughs> yeah, dripping. Yes, dripping. 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 Yeah, just constantly like once a month, just mm-hmm. checking in. Like we were we were very personable, like yeah. friendly with each other. And I had met with them a couple of times. It was a wife and husband duo that owned this this business. And they were with their broker, had been with their broker for years. And I, being a producer, I'm just, and being in the same networking group, I'm like, hey, like, give me a shot. Like, let me, let me look at your policies. Mm -hmm. Let me see, see if you're properly covered. If you are, I'll leave you alone. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to touch it. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were just so adamant about the relationship that they have with their broker. And so I think I had, giving it one more shot. I'm like, you're coming up on renewal. Like, just let me take a look. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to give our broker. He's messed up a couple of times. We're going to give him one more shot. I'm like, all right, like that's a recipe for disaster. Yep. But um, the wife, her dad had passed uh, and she had na- announced it to the networking group. And I kind of like set aside all the business aspect of it. And just checked in with her because Danielle had lost her mom. So I've experienced right. the loss of a parent. Right. Um, and it's it's excruciating. Mm-hmm. She's the, uh, this woman is the oldest of, I think, seven children. And so it's just really hard to lose a parent. Yeah. And so I put business aside 
and really just checked in on her probably once a week just to see how she was doing, see how her and her husband as well mm-hmm. were doing. And I think that kind of opened the gate a little bit from the business. I wasn't doing it for uh, business yeah. advantage. Yeah. I was truly wanting to care for mm-hmm. her. Um, and then two weeks later, she hits me up and she's like, hey, I'm done with my broker. Like, let's switch everything over. Mm-hmm. And so, and we were able to help her with insurance as well, um, saving her some money. So it's a big benefit to us. And like, yeah. I talk about my social media being real because mm-hmm. people should see that you're real. Like, totally. the business is a benefit to yeah. that. But we don't want to be a robot. No, we don't want to be yeah. a robot. And we also mm-hmm. don't want to be like some scummy, you know, car salesman who's mm-hmm. just trying to sling stuff at yeah. you all the time. Like, there's a balance. Totally. But yeah, I mean, that's a really great point you brought up. Um, We'll transition a little bit uh, mm-hmm. as far as dynamic in the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a merger, it's changed a little bit just because yeah. now there's more people. Like, how has that been for you? I know we have a good group of people, we do. and it's a lot of fun. I don't know how about the Westlake is. Yeah. I don't know there a whole lot. <laughs> but no, the Santa Clarita office is super fun. Like I, I mentioned with uh, Wesley, who's one of my best friends mm-hmm. working there, uh, and then Seth, one of our account managers. It's just a fun, fun atmosphere. We get our work done, but we also have fun while we do mm-hmm. it. Um, and now adding Roger to the office, he's he's a lot of fun. I've only known him for Roger's a little a bit. Roger's a big ball of energy, yeah, man. It's he really great. Is. Yeah. Um, and so, Austin yeah. and Washington, which I know isn't in our yeah, office, but, we get to but like such Zoom good calls people. With him. He's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I think that for Greyhawk is one of the biggest perks is the culture mm-hmm. that comes with the business atmosphere. Um, is like on. Uh, None other that I've experienced. You know, bringing Justin on too. Mm-hmm. We obviously spent a lot of time with him golfing in, yeah. in uh, Palm Springs, like mm-hmm. an absolute ball of positive yeah, energy. Justin. It's so much fun. Yeah. Matt Brooks, who's uh-huh. a newer producer to yeah, us from the Westlake, great. he's great. A lot of the Westlake people are fantastic, mm-hmm. right? And it's like it, we're trying to build a culture to where it's like you can come to work and it's not like yeah, trying to drag you in, exactly. right? Like we want to create that like positive, mm-hmm. fun. I think you guys have energy. done that really yeah. well. Yeah, and we're you know. We're happy about that. Like we're, we're really blessed that the Lord's yeah. worked it out for us yeah. in that regard. Mm-hmm. We still have like sticks, right? We have like that, like, hey, if you don't produce enough, sure, you know, like, hey, your renewal commission goes sure. down, and like we still have all those boundaries that say, look, we yeah. want to be gracious and loving, but mm-hmm. like, don't take advantage of it, mm-hmm. which I think is fair. You absolutely. Know? If, um, if if not, the business would it would go down flounder. Yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. What would you say to people that are? thinking about insurance or maybe sleeping on it Mm -hmm. like what's your message to them if they don't know anything about it yeah i mean if anything it's a great opportunity to see if you're cut out for sales um i like like we touched on i think you'll know within the first year whether or not you're cut out for it Mm -hmm. and i think cut out for sales in general in general yeah um and then yeah from the insurance perspective there's just so many positives in the industry and it's it's sad because insurance by a lot of people is looked at as a scam in some scenarios totally, a lot of the time. Totally. Uh, and so it's trying to like get them to have a different perspective, different view on insurance, and it's not as bad as it seems. It's not. It's really in your benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being a producer and being able to convey that to the clients um, is really rewarding. And I would say, for a new producer, yeah, it's just. It's the possibilities, especially here at Greyhawk, like it's the possibilities are endless mm-hmm. and the ceiling is not existent. Um, and so to be a young producer, you just kind of have to put your your head down and grind. It's a it is a grind early on for mm-hmm. sure. No way around it. No, there's mm-hmm. not. And so it I wouldn't say it gets well, I, it gets easier because of the work you put in, the knowledge that you have. 
and the clientele that can support you mm-hmm. with referrals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I would say, the biggest um, platform to move you or project you forward. Of course. Is the clients that you are servicing in the beginning. They will really help you out in the end. Or of course. Throughout the, your entire career. I think I've told you guys too. My The thing that made me successful early on is that I was like, who else can I help? Yep. As soon as that paperwork was signed, mm-hmm. check. Yep. Who else can I call? Yep. I was adamant about that conversation at the end. Totally. That propelled me so far. Yeah. Right? So yeah, to your point, you're, you're completely correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Imagine selling a product that everyone needs. Yep. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. So that, to your point, when you were like, hey... If you can't sell insurance, like you're not cut out for sales, it's exactly. probably a very true statement. Yeah. I haven't actually thought about it like mm-hmm. that. Like you need it. Yeah. So if you can't make someone buy something that they need, Maybe try something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be completely different. Yeah. Not sales related. <laughs> um, so as far as um, we, we always have this conversation of like, how are we growing? Mm-hmm. And it's a big part of it. You obviously saw yourself as like, hey, I want to start an office. Yep. Your development path for that. How do you see that playing out in the next 10 years? Do you feel like I'm going to get my book to this size and then like, all right, we're going to do an office. That's your your long-term yeah, vision for absolutely. it? Absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we'd wanted as a, as owners. We yeah. kind of glossed by it earlier, but it just hit me that like, that's really cool. No. And you that's, know, that's uh, yeah, I don't think we've, we've talked yeah. about that, but I mean, that's a, a goal that you had set when I first started. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, there's ownership opportunities here. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just talking with Danielle. I think that would be a dream come true for sure. I love it. Yeah. I think that's really great. Well, Jess, dude, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Like it was a great time. I know obviously like you're paid to be here, but like (laughs) at the same time, you're not, right? Um, we're just super grateful for you and we're really excited about the long term and you know, just blessed to have you here, man. man. Everyone, if you have any questions, let us know. Uh Jesse has been talking to other prospective people, like he would love to answer your questions. All of our information will be in the bio. And uh if you're interested in joining Greyhawk, let us know. Thanks, y'all. See you soon. Thank you. Bye.